This documentary tackles one of basketball's darkest days. Today I'm talking about Untold Malice at the Palace. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. movie friends and welcome to scott's self-indulgent movie podcast i am scott and today i am talking about the recent netflix documentary it's part of a series that they have they've had three out thus far and it's called untold malice at the palace so malice at the palace is probably for those of you who don't know is one of the most infamous days in nba history when uh when a skirmish basically between kind of a shoving match between players at a pistons pacers game turned into a scrum between pacers players and the fans um where uh uh, the man who was known as Ron Artest at the time, now known as Metal World Peace, uh, went up into the stands and uh, atta- attacked a fan who he believed threw a beverage at him. So that's the baseline for where we're going. So let's get started. When the pandemic first came to fruition and every sports league was shut down, fans were eager for anything resembling sports action. Hence why The Last Dance went from a dedicated and highly specific documentary to the thing everyone was talking about week to week. But the response to The Last Dance, along with ESPN's ongoing series 30 for 30, demonstrated that there was and is an audience for the unseen sides of sports. Enter Netflix's Untold series, starting with Malice at the Palace. In 2004, the Indiana Pacers looked prime for an NBA Finals run. They had a collection of talented and tenacious players who were ready to dethrone the reigning NBA champs, the Detroit Pistons. But that all came crashing down at the end of the regular season game between the two rivals that resulted in multiple long-term suspensions, legal cases, and endless hours of discourse that changed almost every player's trajectory. So I'll be very upfront about the limitations of this documentary. Whether some of the players didn't want to be interviewed or weren't asked, my assumption is that they didn't want to be interviewed. The main interviews, almost all being Pacers players, makes this doc incomplete. It's nice that Ben Wallace and people from Detroit, not the Pistons themselves, are here, but the lack of Pistons players, including people like Rip Hamilton, Chauncey Billups, and Rasheed Wallace, leaves more questions than answers. That said, I think the doc does what it can to put this incident into a time and place and offer up the Pacers' perspective. With that in mind, here's the questions the movie does answer. So, who were the Pacers at this point? The film makes a solid argument that the Pacers were an up-and-coming but tumultuous team in 2004. They had a number of talented young players, including Jermaine O'Neal and Ron Artest, and their veteran stalwart Reggie Miller. Nobody interviewed downplays the volatile personalities involved in the inter-team drama, but they also believe that they were one of the best teams in basketball at this time. So you can see why adding another hard-edged player like Steven Jackson both filled a void and gave the team a particular image. While the Pistons were known as a defensive juggernaut, minus Rasheed Wallace, they weren't known for getting technicals or being hot-headed, whereas over half the Pacer starters might fit the bill. And I think this doc does a great job of selling how dramatic the team was internally, between Ron Artest trying to sort out his mental health, O'Neal and himself clashing, and some very measured language from Reggie Miller. Regardless, you get a clear idea why this team was playing the Pistons was a recipe for chippiness. We also get a play-by-play of the incident. Up until this point, I had mostly seen the ugliness spilling over into the stands, just the initial bit. 
What I hadn't heard or seen was how it all began and how it ended from start to finish. And while the collection of footage feels incomplete, it is interesting to hear the player's perspective. For instance, something many fans and players viewed as taunting, Artest sitting on the scorer's table, looks like a giant middle finger that prompted an idiot to throw stuff at Artest. But from his perspective, he was trying to count and calm down like his therapist told him. It also makes a lot of the fans' actions indefensible. Obviously, anyone who indiscriminately threw stuff towards players or the court, since they often hit fans and could seriously hurt someone. But also, what is your purpose for running down onto the court? To fight a player? To tell him off? Honestly, there's no defense for that. And then we get to the aftermath. David Stern's reaction to this incident was the first time I saw him speak. And if I'm being honest, I hated it. He instituted a dress code that was clearly a marketing ploy to make his game, made up of primarily black athletes, less scary to white people, and traditional media, who called everyone involved in the incident thugs. His suspensions were a judgment call he made by himself, even though the police appeared to do more a more thorough investigation and fought the players in court. It reminds me a lot of how the NFL has, or more importantly hasn't, responded to domestic violence charges against its players. There's no barometer or policy, so it's all up to the commissioner's discretion. The doc also highlights how and why the suspensions and public relations broke up the Pacers and changed careers. Ron Artest got himself traded and even calls the move cowardly himself. Jermaine O'Neal's career never recovered for reasons I wish they got into, but it's clear that with Artest gone and Miller gone shortly thereafter, O'Neal felt like he was on an island. It's a prime example of how one bad day can shape your perception and life for forever. The verdict is, it's interesting for NBA fans. Though definitely limited, Untold is an interesting look at a dark day in NBA history. 7 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World. Stay safe, everybody, and I'll catch you next time.